This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumoto Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Pacific greetings and a massive kia ora to each and every one of you, whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from. I'd like to welcome you to the Polyhood Show 96.9 Plains FM. You're here with myself taking you into the weekend. Uh, now, it is just myself because the Uso Sefa are quite busy with some uh, interviews, not interviews, meetings, should I say, sorry, that he's got going on. So uh, fear not, I'll uh, be taking the reins for today. Uh, but yeah, hopefully everyone's been doing good. Uh, weather-wise, it's been a bit uh, topsy-turvy. You know, I'd, I'd wake up in the morning, it'd be really cold, and I'd you know, put on my jacket, and then I'd get to work, and it'd be warm and hot in the afternoon, and then I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm just too hot now, so... Um, yeah, hopefully the, the weather sort of mellows out a bit. And uh, um, but oh, to say that, I actually I actually like the cold, uh, but I just don't like transitioning to uh, the warm that is. But yeah, uh, as you guys uh, might not know, it is uh, Maori Language Week, so uh, happy Te Wiki o Te Reo Maori. Uh, and uh, in light of that, uh, upu of the week, or should I say, our uh, sentence of the week is Kete Peakwe. And uh, that is, how are you? So, kete peakwe is uh, very simple there. You can say to someone, how are you? Kete peakwe. And uh, you can uh, reply with kete koao, so which is, I am happy, or kete paia, which is, I am good. So, uh, that phrase there, one more time, kete peakwe, how are you? And you can uh, reply with kete koao, which is, I am happy, or kete paia, which is, I am good. Now on today's show we have a very good friend of mine by the name of Albany Pista uh, Siomanatafa. He is doing huge, my huge work within the community, and uh, he is here to chat to us about some of the stuff that he has got coming up, which is very exciting. So please join me after this. To all our matua out there who want to dance and get fit to Pacifica music. Join our Siva Samu dance classes each Thursday at 11am. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumotu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. And welcome back. As promised, we have the Uso Albany Pista Siomanatafa. How are you doing, Uso? Oh, I'm doing good, thank you. Um, thank you, Sam and Sefa, for having me on the show. Yeah, Seth is not here, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but he's here in spirit. Yes. Uh, the brothers uh, being called away to uh, important meetings, you know. Uh, but yeah, before we get into our chat, uh, just three simple questions so our listeners can sort of get to know you a little bit better. Uh, first question I have for you also is, what is your favourite uh, food guilty pleasure was? Man, in terms of food, the go-to is island cuisine, man. Kalo um, pisupo. Um, or sapasui, like doesn't matter if it's KFC or not. I always pick kalo and pisupo over anything. Kalo and pisupo, yeah. Oh. 
It's funny that you mentioned Pisupu because I had, um, as I said before, I had Pisupu and Kapishi. That's the go to. Yeah. Um, and also very cheap, like the Kapishi and Pisupu, you know? That could be a $10 meal, so just easy, safe for life. Yeah. You know what you talk about cheap meals? What I realized when I went to the uh, Pack and Save the other day was I went to buy lettuce. And you know how much lettuce is at Pack and Save? How much? $7. Huh? Yeah. And you know how you used to. They used to come like real big lettuce. No, nah, they're very small now. They're small now. Yeah. Have you noticed the onions have gone real small? No. Nah. I, I know it might have been just a, a small batch or something, but yeah, I noticed like I was like seven dollars for this gamai lettuce. You know, I guess it's tough times, eh? Yeah, tough times, nevertheless. <laughs> uh, second question I have for you also is, um, oh, what superhero would you like to be? What superhero would I like to be? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, there's a few. Um, Black Panther is definitely on my list. Uh, man, because he's just brave in and mm. out and just the swag on him. Um, and I think, you know, the suit looks nice too if it came in extra, extra, extra large. Um, <laughs> or it would have to be um, The Flash because I've always wanted to run fast. So, yeah, he's someone I'd look, you know, look up to if I was to ever sprint. But, yeah, Flash or but most definitely Black Panther. Nice. Um, sort of staying in line with uh, superheroes, who would win out of a fight between Superman and Goku? Nah, Goku. Has to be. Dragon Ball Z, day one. Um, yeah, Goku's, what, what uh, instinct level now? With yeah. the whole grey hair Ultra and everything? Instinct. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think uh, Superman can match him, but still a good dude, still a Superman. Yeah. But nah, Goku on top. The thing about Goku is I think that if you notice throughout every like his character development, he's overcome every opponent that's been put in front of him. Oh, 100%. Like he's like, there'll be someone stronger and then he'll dig down and then, you know, Super Saiyan 4. It's that, <laughs> it's that, um, it's that courage, eh? Yeah. Yeah, nah, Goku always. Yeah. Vegeta very close, but mm. nah, Goku, yeah. What's your favourite um, uh, uh, Goku transformation, like Super Saiyan transformation? Nah, it has to be Ultra Instinct um, when they were having the Battle of the Tournament. Yeah. That was a tournament. Um, was it Jiren? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I watched that. He, he's a, he's a beast, you know, and I was like, oh, is this where Goku actually gets defeated? But yeah. he comes back with the silver fox here, yeah. and yeah, Ultra Instinct, yeah, my favorite. Just real quickly, I'd have to say my favorite transformation is K.O. Ken. Which one? When he first, first did it? When he first did it. Yeah, against um, Raditz. Yeah. Yeah. So that was when he turned red, and you're just like, e what is this? E uh, but anyway. Just, we could talk <laughs> hours and hours about anime and, and superheroes, but we've brought you in because um, obviously you're doing a lot of mahi within the community. Um, but I'd just like to sort of delve into uh, sort of your beginnings, mm. you know. So uh, you're doing a lot of uh, work around dance and siva. Uh, but can you take me back to the beginning? Like, where did it all begin for you? Man, it started from a, a young age, to be honest. Um, I, I personally thought I was going to be an all black, you know, because I was the man at rugby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I had a really bad injury. And then um, through high school, you know, drama was always there. Um, but didn't really take it seriously. But I knew that I was um, good at telling jokes. Um, so I got chucked into this class. And then from then on, I just fell in love with, you know, being different characters, trying new things. And that was where, where my love for performing arts came to be. And then obviously, you know, you have your upbringings of um, through church with uh, White Sunday and, um, and that. But yeah, it was definitely in high school. And then being able to study at NASDA um, was a blessing. Um, I didn't go into it straight after high school. Um, I jumped from job to job, tried everything, and just didn't have that kind of drive. 
Um, and then, you know, why not give it a go? There was a few other uh, Pacifica students who made it um, in the previous years. So to me, that was kind of like, well, if they can do it, then why can't I? So, yeah, fortunate enough to be studying there from 2014, graduated in 2016. Um, and then from then on, things have just soared. Um, been really blessed to be working with um, the Court Theatre, um, being part of Why Not Collective with some amazing talents from Christchurch. Um, and also, yeah, now studying, um, I guess, our own little wee gig, um, own little wee kind of um, project within some of myself, too, with myself and Josh Vaifale. Um But yeah, that's where it kind of started from, and I've just been really blessed with the opportunities that have come through. Going going back, you mentioned uh, you were going, you uh, you wanted to be an All Black mm. before, what was the injury that you had? Oh, so... Um, <laughs> So I have an injury on my left knee. Um, I ended up breaking it in a few places. Mm. Um, now you want the real story or the the story I tell everyone? The real story. <laughs> <laughs> so the real story is that um, I ended up doing it by kicking a rugby ball. So you know you would put the rugby ball on the tee and you you know. But back then I was playing prop, and that's probably a reason why props don't kick. You know you <laughs> leave it to the number ten. Uh, but man, I was uh, versing the first five at the time and I was slotting my kicks over. You know that's honest truth. And in the last one, my body just went around my knee and my legs stayed still. My body just went around and snapped in one place, snapped in another. And then, yeah, it took me a whole year to walk. But what I said to people is that I got grass cut, I got tackled, people fell on me. And that's the kind of more intense story that people might believe. But, but yeah. You still managed to score the try in the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> About four, four tries. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy how things work. Imagine if you hadn't got injured. I know, I know. <clears throat> I could have been now uh, playing against the Wallabies mm. this weekend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, you know, obviously going through when uh, you mentioned uh, you, you took a, a break sort of working. How long were you mm. working for before you jumped into Nesta? Oh man, I finished school back in 2009 and 2014 was when I went. Mm. So five years of just jumping from job to job. Um, there were some cool jobs out there that didn't, you know, working for Science Alive and stuff. But then also in the trades work, installing um, pink bats. Mm. Man, that was a big eye opener for me. Um, and especially seeing the grind of my parents. Like, mm. you know, the early shifts, the long days, the hard kind of, you know, the toll on the body. And I didn't want that for myself. So I had to make a decision, you know, grow up and do something for myself with all these blessings that I'm not I'm acknowledging or, you know, carry on on the track I was in. So, yeah, I just, it was only to get by with these jobs, but it just wasn't the passion. Mm. Mm. And then through NASDA and then graduating in 2016? 16, yeah. 16? Yeah. And then joining up with Why Not? Yep. So Why Not Collective, Pacifica Collective in Christchurch. Um, shout out to Why Not. <coughs> um, also to, yeah, the Court Theatre has also been big. Uh, Pacific Underground have been some massive mentors for myself um, around the game of performance on stage. But not yeah. only performance on stage, but just the whole aspect of performance. Yeah. How to put on a show, who involves in the back, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I've met some crazy artists, worked with some amazing artists as well from around New Zealand. Some have been on Shortland Street and stuff like that. So to be able to rub shoulders with those um, legends, it's, man, I'm really blessed. Mm. Yeah. It's cool that you mentioned, um, you know, that you, you took a break working and stuff and then you decided to um, chuck it all in for Nesta. Mm. What's up? Do you have any advice for someone that might be sort of in the same situation that you were back then? Yeah, yeah, man. If for 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 myself, if I could give anything to anyone, is follow your instinct um, and and follow what your gut says. Um, you know, your passion is a passion for a reason, 
And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then it's not your passion or something that you sh you know you should look elsewhere to. Um, and just give it a go. You know, you'd never know until you try. And sometimes things might come um, harder than others, but the reward is more um, big for mm. you. So yeah, give it a go, and you won't know until you try. No regrets. Yeah. Yeah. What have been some of the um, or what's been your your the most favourite? Or yeah, favorite your favorite play that you've ever been a part oh, of. Oh man, favorite play. Um, see, I, I'm a diehard six eight five at heart. You know, um, anything I do is around Pacifica and for our people. And I was blessed to be able to be part of Fresh Off the Boat, which was a couple of years ago, um, which was written by Oscar Kitely. Um, but to be working with um, local artists, um, you know, with in the crew as well, and then also rubbing shoulders with like Roy Snow, who's been around the world, who's toured on Shortland Street and, and all that kind of stuff. But tell a, telling a Pacifica story was different, and seeing Pacifica people in the audience, listening, engaging, crying, laughing, like to me that was really, really um, just a wholesome moment for myself because mm. I've always believed that my my gift is to give back to our community and to be able to do that in something I love, you know, was really cool. It was a really special moment. Yeah, I was um, I was in uh, Auckland recently for the Dawn Raids production, mm. and one thing I noticed was uh, one of um, one of the uh, actors. Uh, I felt like she was taking the the role like to heart. Mm. Like there were scenes where like she was like bawling, like, yeah. but you could tell like she was like emotionally in that space yeah. too, and. Um, when you're mentioning it, uh, you know, watching the the crowd and that um, crying and laughing along with you guys, how do you deal with that sort of emotions? Because I'm I'm quite emotional myself, yeah. so I was like I was crying during um, the play as well, but yeah. I couldn't imagine doing the play, being on stage mm -hmm. and trying to keep it together. Yeah, I think it just comes down to, and and that's what we get trained in um, is using the experiences that you have, but staying within the character not letting it affect you as the person, but just thinking of those um, experiences and just letting that um, influence the character and the story of the character. You know, mm. after the show, then obviously there's ways of de-stressing and letting all of that kind of energy go and all that tension and stuff. But yeah, I totally understand what you mentioned um, with the cast member from Dawn Raids because it's close to home, you know, mm. and a lot of the stuff that you hear or watch um, happen to our parents and stuff like that. So yeah, we're trained in that way to be able to carry that emotion and show it but in a safe way too mm. Mm. so um, moving forward you uh, and Josh uh, started Subway Salty mm. uh, we have had you on the show before yeah. so can you just briefly go over what Subway Salty is and maybe just the beginnings yeah of it? cool we actually had our first interview for you guys in 2028 and during the lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, time flies. Yeah, so 2020 lockdown, uh, Josh and I, Josh Refali, sorry, um, started Subway Salty um, and to be honest, it was just a project where we wanted to engage with Pacifica in our community. Here in Christchurch, there's not many opportunities to showcase or be part of things that are Pacifica. You know, in Auckland and Wellington, it's everywhere. So we thought, why not um, start something like that and just start small? We only were reaching out to our, you know, those who we teach for Polyfest or our communities through church and et cetera, et cetera. But it actually grew um, to be being something um, bigger than that you know it started with Josh and I and our vision but now we have over 20 people in our crew you know members of our academy um, and majority of them are all volunteers um, give up their time but again we all share the common ground of the passion for our culture wanting to learn and also share um, and express especially with our young people 
Um, but it's been awesome because the blessings from our elders, our parents and stuff, they see that this is vital because the kids are now starting to engage and learn about their culture mm. and actually showing pride in it too. <coughs> so yeah, but it's been two years now, two years since we've been um, running um, and now we've got programs around schools, dance classes, we do gigs, birthdays, um, conferences with other dance groups around New Zealand um, and we're just looking to grow uh, but at the same time not forgetting our purpose mm. and that's to give back to our community first. Yeah. What are some, because um, people can come and ask if you can perform at their gig and stuff, mm. what sort of gigs have you guys done in the past? Oh man, we've done heaps of gigs. Uh, birthdays, 21st birthdays, um, we've done weddings, um, we've done work functions and stuff like that. But we've actually not just done it for Samoan um, events, we've actually done it for a lot of Tongan events too, um, which is really, really cool because you get to see the difference between cultures, but also them wanting us to be part of it just shows that um, we must be doing something cool that they like to see. And we always try and be different in our own way, but at the same time trying to stay true to who we are. Um, but yeah, man, all those gigs from birthdays, work functions. So if you're listening and you're wanting a gig, um, you can hit us up on our website or our social platforms and book us in. When it comes to um, booking you guys for an event, can you are you able to like um, like cater specifically? So say like I just need like a maulu performed or yeah. just a sasa. Yes. Um, so I've personally have started that journey myself now. I'm kind of starting a little wee side hustle. Um, because a lot of people are wanting choreography um, done for special events. So um, if they're wanting a specific person to do it, then obviously we'll negotiate and stuff like that. But we definitely have that service available. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's on your guys' website? On our website, uh, uh, com, or on our Facebook page, Tsamaisalte Dance Academy, or on our Instagram, Tsamaisalte. That's awesome. It's so cool because, again, you mentioned, you know, we interviewed you uh, two years ago. Mm. And then just to see the growth and to see where you are now is yeah. awesome. And um, we've started to revisit a lot of people too that we interviewed, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And just seeing um, where they are now, like, um, like real quick, like you know, Mana. Yeah, we interviewed him <laughs> when. Um, That's my guy. Yeah, he yeah. just graduated from uni and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And you know, you know where he is now and stuff. So it's cool to see our people winning, mm. especially seeing uh, you in that space and. Uh, you know, the service that you're providing the community as well. Uh, now, pushing forward, uh, what is the project that you guys have in, um, for us that's coming up? Yeah, nice. Um, so we have our showcase that's coming up on the 1st of October, and this showcase is kind of the end of our 20-week program uh, for our community. So we have a community outreach where people can sign up to learn about SIVA, um, and we have different uh, ranges of classes, so our beginners for our young ones, our intermediate or our advanced. And at the end, we've put the show together. Um, it's about just over an hour long. Um, we have a full band, live band, live singing, um, and it's held at the Aurora Centre. And it's just pretty much a chance for them to have a stage or have a space to perform, to share what they've learnt in the 20 weeks, but also just to perform in front of their families. Um, and also just to bring our community together. There's not many events like this happening um, in Christchurch or has happened in Christchurch, so we want to put more Pacifica kind of content out there during the years. Yeah, so that's what it is that's happening on the 1st of October. What's it called? Um, so it's called the Falonga, um, to, to Voyage. So Falonga is the, the, the show happening on the 1st of October um, at the Aurora Centre. Um, you can purchase tickets um, on our social platforms or on our website, Eventbrite. Um, all you got to do is just type in Falonga, um, F-O-L-A-U-G-A, and then the rest will come up. Um, just $10 tickets. Um, 
yeah, we'll try and keep it cheap because we want you know our friends and families to come along. But again, it's our it's our last event for the year for some of my Celtic. So we want to finish strong, but also honour our students. Mm. Um, there's just under 40 performers. Oh, wow. Ages from, age range from as young as five all the way up to our young adults. Yeah, so, yeah. That's cool. Can you tell me, so you said 20 weeks. Can you tell me a little bit more about that programme? So, yeah. Um, do, you have, do you have uh, students that come through and know absolutely nothing about SEVA? Yeah, we do. Um, and that goes down to our tutors, our six tutors who are running this 10-week programme, uh, sorry, 20-week programme. Um, we have our beginners class who come in and they either know something um, and the go-to is the Moana movie. You know, mm. that's what they refer. And then by the end of it, they've learned how to sing, how to sit, how to move, how to use their hands. And then where our advanced have are more skilled in terms of Siva, but just want a chance to learn how to choreograph, you know, choreography or how to come up with content or how to teach and all that kind of stuff. So we try and teach, you know, skills where they can take what they've learned and apply it to other things that they're doing and um, within their own church groups or their youth groups, etc. Or they are just learning about culture and wanting to learn something about mm. who they are in terms of their identity. That's so awesome. So October the 1st, yep. which is uh, Saturday. Yes. $10 a ticket, cheap as chips. Yep. Um, Aurora Centre, Burnside. Uh, so, oh, that's awesome. So And it starts at 7. Starts at 7. Yep. 7 on the dot, no island time, please. Because, yeah, no. you know... These people have put 20 weeks effort into putting this performance out, so don't buy your $10 ticket and then turn up at 7.15 mm. because uh, you don't want to be that person yes, shuffling please. through the crowd. Because I've always seen it, you know, you can tell with the door open, yep. the light shines yep. through. So I know, we, you know, island time, but there's something that we really need to get rid of. So 7 o'clock on the dot. Uh, again, uh, October the 1st, Friday, or Saturday, sorry, $10 tickets. Uh, there'll be bands, uh, yep. awesome performances. And it's also going to be food. Food, food, oh. yes, always going to be food. You know, with our Pacific events, food is the most important thing. So there is a food stall available. Mm. I think there's going to be like some keke butters, some kekes, oh some nice island cuisine. So if you are feeling hungry, um, like Sam said, cheap for chips. Cheapest chips. Chip, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, yeah, come through. Awesome. And oh, just real quickly, you said it was the last event for the year. Yeah. Uh, moving forward next year, 2023, do you have any... Um, any other events coming up or have you thought that far forward? Yeah, no, we have. Um, so, yeah, this is the last one for this year. Um, but then it's just given our team a bit of a break just to kind of reset. And, you know, there's some big events happening next year. Again, we've got our Sawia Fest happening next year, which is part of our schools. Um, and we're in, you know, 24 schools at the moment. So we're hoping that all 24 schools will perform at this event. And then our next show for our community show is going to be Lotanu. Mm. So that's been in the works for a while. And then obviously our conferences for our elite teams, where we get to travel around and meet other dance groups from around New Zealand. So, yeah, some big things happening, but again, you know, just got to count our blessings and just keep working yeah. through. Very lucky to have also Albany in the studio today. Uh, again, remember, fans, if you are needing uh, some performance, some cultural performances at your uh, next gig or next birthday party or whatever it is, uh, please hit them up on their uh, website, tamaisaute.com. Yes. Tamaisaute.com. And you can buy the tickets off the social, off the website as yep, well? Yeah, so on our website. Facebook page, uh, Dance Academy, or on our Instagram, tamaisaute. Yeah. $10, why wouldn't you? Free feed. Free feed? Uh, no, no. <laughs> No, was it cheap, 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 cheapest chips? Cheapest chips. Yeah. $10 cheapest chips. Uh, 
come and support the community, see some awesome performances, uh, live band as well, and just um, just something cool to do on a Saturday. As you said, we don't get uh, opportunities these much yeah. uh, these days down these ways to do them. So um, when these sort of things do happen, please uh, come and support it because if you don't, then, you know, there might not be another one. Can I just do a quick shout-out? Yep. Oh, cool. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to um, the Tommy Salte uh, crew. Um, thank you for your hard work over the last year, um, especially for uh, for longer to our six tutors. But yeah, just want to give a shout out to our twenty plus members who are holding it down. Just not uh, myself, but yeah, the whole crew. Awesome. That was Albany. Uh, thank you again. Also, check us out after this. Are you interested in taking part in or learning more about Pacifica crafting? Join the Island Breeze Social Club each Tuesday afternoon. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumutu Trust on 0800 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Again, as uh, we said before, cheapest chips, $10. Come on down to uh, the Aurora Centre uh, over at Burnside High School on the 1st of October, Saturday. Uh, if you're not doing too much, uh, come and see some uh, awesome performances from some people that have been uh, doing the 20-week program, which is awesome. And, you know, again, live band and stuff. So 7 o'clock, and I cannot stress enough, please, fans, turn up at 6.45, 6, you know, 6.30. Uh, none of this uh, island time stuff because, uh, yeah, these people have put a lot of effort into it. And, um, you know, just want to get the show on the road at 7 p.m. sharp. Um, one other event that is coming up that uh, I've been lucky enough to be a part of in the uh, organization sort of side of things is uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So if you didn't know what New Japan Pro Wrestling is, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is the second largest wrestling company in the world behind WWE. So uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling have, uh, we're lucky enough to give uh, Fully Dojo the green light to run an event here in Christchurch on November the 11th and uh, you can uh, buy your tickets from eventfinder.co.nz uh, so they do have some wrestlers from Japan coming over and I believe uh, Little Birdie told me that we do have two AEW wrestlers that might be coming along too so if you're a wrestling fan and um, you know you want to come on down and uh, watch some high-flying acrobatics and you know some power slams or super suplexes uh Head on down to Pioneer on uh, November the 11th. You can buy your tickets again uh, on eventfinder.co.nz. Uh, that is it from us. Uh, just shout-outs to Tungasas and Mosu Trust for sponsoring this episode. If you've missed any other episodes, uh, head on over to plainsfm.co.nz uh, and you can find our podcast series there. Uh, that is it from myself. Uh, everyone have a good weekend. Stay safe. Till next time, Polly Hood. That was Polyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.